don't know how it's going to go. But... Now that's life. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank <laughs> it's a thing. It's, it's a, kind of a it thing. is. Oh my gosh. All right. Y'all ready to go? All right. What in East Dallas is going on? I'm Camille. And I'm Rich. Camille. Yes. We have a cool special guest. I know. I'm very excited to have Katie here. Katie Edwards. Okay. So Katie Edwards is actually a friend of mine. Uh, she works with the Dallas Mavericks. She Ooh. is the chief impact officer and president of the Dallas Mavericks foundation i am i and am who doesn't love the dallas mavericks i know right we're I mean, killing it leave dallas if you don't right yeah, yeah. <laughs> goodbye see yeah. you and don't come back yeah okay we're, i feel like we're definitely taking over like we, I, i'm thinking yeah there's it's just mavs all over the place all which, over. which is amazing Incredible. i actually i forgot that i actually i have a mavs you have him on, on a mavs shirt oh. well yeah there because you know that henry my dog uh-huh. You know, he's the, the Henry's a Mavs fan. Well, <laughs> you know, he's going to. So we're joining uh, Lindsay with the influencer program. Nice. You know, we're getting like millions of TikTok views. Henry? Like, yeah. Henry. Henry's an influencer? Yeah, he's an influencer. Did you know that? No. I'm not. Oh f- I, don't, I don't follow Henry. I need to follow Henry. What I have I? so many. So he has a Dallas Mavericks pillow. Uh-huh. And we use that in all the videos. And oh. so people always ask about the pillow and the bed and all that yeah. other stuff. And yeah. everyone's always like, go Mavs. And so I, one of his videos has 10.2 million views. Oh, my gosh. He's probably one of our great influencers. I mean, yeah. yeah. So awesome. uh, Lindsay's going to send over a bunch of stuff. Yay. Um, yeah. For, for him. Yeah. For Henry. It's a matter yeah. of time before he fl- finds an influencer dog girlfriend feel, and leaves you. Yeah, he's been snipped, so he probably doesn't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Henry. I know. All right, so Katie, first of all, thank you for doing this and coming on East Dallas. So Katie actually lives here in East Dallas, and I remember you and I had a conversation one time about you having the coolest job at the Dallas Mavericks. I think I have the best job, for sure. It's, now, it's now, I mean, I can't really compare to the guys that are actually playing, so maybe... Maybe they have the best. They might job. beat you a little they bit. They might, but no, I think it's it's the best thing ever because you get to have that community impact, and you know we're all looking for meaningful work, right? So, yeah. of course, I get that, but then I get to do it with the Dallas Mavericks, so it's just yeah. it's a blast. Yes, yeah. and you know I know a little bit just being inside of the organization a little bit, and I tell you what, that was without a doubt my favorite part of working over there and being a part of what. What you guys are doing in the community, I just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And I feel like there's so much more that you're doing that people don't, don't even realize. They yeah. have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have no idea. Everything. I know y'all do a lot, but I'm sure there's way more than I'm even aware. Well, and I think that's what makes it great is that it's authentic. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know, we do this because we care and it's, it's not... For yeah. the, it's not for the photo op. It's not for the, you know, the, the press and all of that. It's, it's... Yeah. It's a the leadership of the organization, our players, our coaches, everybody is is really committed to giving back and you and me. It's it's like legit what we want to do. So yeah. of course we're doing things that people may not know about, but because you're not like oh look at us, look at us what we're doing. Yeah. It's just you do it. Yeah. it. It is crazy because I remember there's there was a couple things that came across like in we didn't even do anything for PR for for the whatever it was. And I'm like, don't they want? And I'm like, eh, it's just not, it's just part of the, what you guys were already doing. Yeah, I think it's really, it's basic to our philosophy, which is always like, that's not why we're doing this. Yeah. And I remember I came from 
a background of like, oh, you got to build awareness for, you know, your what you're doing and your impact, because of course, you're fundraising always. And you know, you want everyone to understand the kind of work that you're doing. But but this was, I mean, we were doing giant gifts out into the community. Mm. Um, Things like disaster relief, like if there was a hurricane that that or not a hurricane, but if there was a tornado that hit, we'd be putting in you know, a six figure donation, but I was like, wow. can I, can I tell this story? Is that okay? And you could say, well, I'm yes. like, can I, and you know, and it was kind of, yeah. that's again, it's not why we, why we did it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, I think we're doing more now to, there's an understanding of we want people to know who we are as an organization. So mm-hmm. of course, building awareness is always really important, but, but again, it's, it's not, it's not the goal. The goal is to is to make an impact and yeah. to be able to give back to the community that that supports us as a team. So. Yeah, and how rewarding for you to be able to give oh. to others. I mean, that is a great job. Oh, it's it's absolutely amazing. And having been on the other side, you know, coming from the nonprofit world, yeah. oh, asking. Um, oh gosh, and so to be able to to give back is so 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 fun, honestly, yeah, rewarding. And, you know, and it's grown so much over, you know, I've been there. Um, this is my ninth season. Wow. So wow. it's, it's, you know, a long time and, and we've grown so much yes. in that time. So it's, we're just to have the support from our leadership and, and our CEO and our owner and everyone to be able to grow it as much as we have is, is just amazing. amazing I tell you, and it'll like some of the things I remember one time we were, you guys were doing a check thing on the floor and I literally started crying <laughs> because the people that were up there to get receiving, you know, this, this check, they started crying. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. I know <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is so cool. Like no. it, it's unbelievable that you guys can have that kind of impact and it, you know, in short, doesn't have anything to do with basketball. It's all about community. Yeah, it doesn't. But you know what? Every one of our players and our coaches and everyone has such a heart for this. Yeah. It's it, I will say it is hard to hold it together all the time. I'll find, is it? I, it I don't is. even know how you do. No, I, I, there's such sweet stories. We have such wonderful families and kiddos who are just so, you know, so grateful and just so happy and to be there for that moment, it, it is really hard to know their stories. And Do you have any like special story of an oh, example that oh really goodness. touched your heartstrings that you can share? There's so many. Like I absolutely adore our big events where we have so like our we have an annual. Um, I'm, it's on my brain because here we are in the New Year's. We just did our big holiday event, and it's all kiddos who are most. Um, homeless families and so they just don't necessarily have access to the Christmases that my kids might know and so and they just are so happy it's just like the happiest event ever I absolutely just love it but then there's all stories you know of the kids who oh my gosh there was I had the great pleasure of getting to work with Dirk for for the last few years of his career and and man and and that the kinds of things that he would do and the kinds of things he's still doing, honestly, right. um, just so incredible. But we had this awesome story where he had visited a little girl in the hospital when she was very, very sick. Um, and and then, you know, I think it was like four or five years later, um, she was, you know, able to recover from her sickness and then come back to a game oh. and get oh. to and get to see him again, like out of the hospital and recovered and like just such a happy, joyful day that was for him to get to see her again. Mm. Um, and so knowing that whole backstory and all the things that, that she and her family went through and 
It's oh my those, gosh. Those individual stories that just kind of touch your heart and unbelievable. Yes. And he, he goes to the hospitals a lot to see the kids, doesn't oh, he? Every year, every year. And, and that was one, that was a, I would always argue it, he was, it was not about publicity and, and media and press. And so that story was, was private and it was his, and he would spend hours and hours and hours there. When he's even big on keeping his family out of the public eye and stuff, you know, he's very, it, yeah. it, it, it's not who he is. No, it's, it's again, it's not for, you know, it's because he wants to do those right. things. Right. And he wants to be able to get back and make those connections. And so, you wow. know, it's a yeah. Cool so thing. whenever you go see a Mavs game, just know that you know that ticket that you purchased goes to can go to an amazing cause. And you guys, you, it's but you guys have your own separate nonprofit. It's the Mavs Foundation. Yes. So we do. So I kind of wear two separate hats. So of course, yep. there's the the corporate social responsibility, which is the big way of saying mm-hmm. the philanthropic things that the team that the actual Dallas Mavericks do. Yeah. So you know, there's a you know wonderful programs and things that we run from the Dallas Mavericks. Separate from that, we also have the Mavs Foundation, which is its own 501c3 um, private foundation. Yeah. It's a non-operating foundation, which for those of you who aren't in nonprofit world, it basically means that it's a grant-making organization. We make grants to nonprofits. Um, specifically for the Mavs Foundation, we grant to organizations who serve women, children, and families yes. in need. And that mostly means basic needs. So it's things like hunger and homelessness and housing, but we get into all sorts of other things like um, um, domestic violence survivors and um, elder care and substance abuse and addiction. So, you know, our board members are really passionate about many things and, and we're able to, to grant out to those organizations who support that work. And last year we granted, um, a million dollars to different wow. nonprofits in our wow. area. So and all here in the Dallas area. They're all here in um, DFW area. So, you know, we're restricted to 150 miles from the American Airlines Center. Okay. So, okay. so it's all North Texas um, and it can be all across our region. And, and we've absolutely done a lot of work here in East Dallas, too. Wow. Speaking of East Dallas, which is this is the East Dallas show. Yeah. You're you're from here. Okay, so what keeps you here? Like you, you love living here. We, you and I have talked about it. So you know, your family, raising your family, your kids here. Yeah, for me, I mean, I love the. I mean, it's what I do for a living too. But I love the community. Yes. Of you know East Dallas and 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 Lake Highlands where where I am. It's 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 like where I grew up. So when I actually grew up in Kansas okay. in Wichita, Kansas and okay. um, not a giant town, so I wasn't <laughs> no. like a big city girl. So uh-huh. I, you know, and it's things like, I love the outside. I love mature trees. I love, you know, th- these neighborhoods have been here for a long time. Right. So, but it's also about the people. So I think you just, you, you want to belong to a community where, yeah. you know, you can be part of a, a people who also love the outdoors and raising kids and families and, you know, just felt like home here for a long time. And how long have you been here? I have been in Dallas since about 2000. Okay. Okay. For a little while. East Dallas specifically? Um, I was kind of, no, (laughs) I would say, I was, you know, as my young professional years, I was more kind of downtown and M, okay. M Street's kind of girl, and then that's East Dallas. That's East Dallas. Is that East Dallas? Yeah. Are we going to call that yeah. East Dallas? Okay, yeah. good. 
Um, you what know, about Glenn? Where's Glenn? Glenn's her husband, by the way. Yes, Glenn is a um, West Texan. He's okay. from San Angelo. Okay. Okay. Everybody can comment about San Angelo, and you can all talk about the people that you know together, because I'm sure that will happen. <laughs> um, many people there. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. So we were uh, off, kind of Lower Greenville. We're like the Lower Greenville vibe kind of yeah. crew, and then. Uh, in 2009 was when we moved out to Lake Highlands and okay. got our first house there and love it. Then had all the kiddos and all yeah. the things and and it's a I mean East Dallas in the city and still a great pay, place to raise a family. It's oh, unbelievable. Absolutely. And I think for I'm kind of because I had been in, you know, that lower Greenville area, we were kind of looking for we don't want to go too far, right? Yeah. I didn't want to go out into the suburbs and but I did want a yard and a place for my kids to play. And sure. Yeah. So it's it's been such a perfect and I love being by the lake. Oh it's just great. <laughs> Everyone it, does. I yeah. mean, the the thing that I think East Dallas provides more than some of the other I guess areas of the Metroplex, diversity, culture, you, you know, park and parks and recreation, you're close to Every you feel like you could just do anything. You can mm-hmm. either relax or you can go to a ball game. Yeah, you could do anything. You can you can go downtown. You can sure. go to an arena to go to a sports game. You can do all of those things. It's not too far. But I always joke like I'm in the neighborhood where we have a horse barn that's yes. right down the street. So crazy and wild peacocks. Oh my gosh, and yes. the wild peacocks! Yeah. I told Rich about them. Yeah, oh my drove, gosh, we drove over there. I love them. They're great. They're totally great. So it's just you get to you get to have all of that, but then be in the city. Yeah, is, I I think it's a perfect balance. It's a win win. Yeah, it's a unique area of the metroplex for sure. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna get into some of the other cooler things that uh, Katie does, including in the East Dallas area. Yeah, and and how you ended up with the Mavericks. Yeah, I want to hear that. <laughs> I don't even know. All right, we'll be right back. All right. Did you know that East Dallas has over 200,000 residents? And over 1.1 million visitors every single month. And you have the opportunity to reach them. If you're interested in partnering up with us on the website, visit eastdallas.com. Or on this show at What in East Dallas is Going On. Connect with us. Our email is connect at visiteastdallas.com. That's connect at visiteastdallas.com. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for being a part of East Dallas. And we're back. We're back with Katie. Katie Edwards from the Dallas Mavericks. Once again, she's the Chief Impact Officer, which, when did they change that title for you? Oh, I don't know. It's it, It's been a little while, a few months, maybe, but not long. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it hasn't been years. Like, you haven't no, always had that title. No, no. I started with the Mavericks as the Director for Community Relations. Yep. And I had a coordinator. So it was literally the two of us. And the organization at that time was very flat. So it was kind of like director, 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 director. And um, it's just grown so much since that time. So it's it's unbelievable. I got to tell you, just the corporate office, uh, the personnel over there, unbelievable. Like, I cannot say enough about the people over there. It's it's a really great place to work. Unbelievable. Because of that. And I think, you know... We've also, for those of you who have followed, we went through a big cultural transformation about four years ago mm-hmm. and have our new CEO, Sent Marshall, who is so people-centric. Yeah. You know, she loves 
it's very important to the company and to her to make sure that the employees, you know, are, are in a great place and are happy and doing wonderful things. And so it means that you get great talent, right? right. So I feel like we have the best people in the NBA and, and character, like and character, the, the, people, yeah. the mm-hmm. character of the people, the, you know, and just so you know, so there's, there's the basketball side and there's the corporate side. So, you know, most people don't really understand how, um, sports teams run, but they're basically medium-sized businesses, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so there's a whole business and, uh, what do we have? Like 200, almost yeah. 200 employees. There's like something? 200 or so employees. I'd say like yep. 50 of those are on kind of the basketball side. Yep. Right. And those people are our strength and, you know, conditioning coaches and yep. trainers and coaches, literally and... the people who are there to, to play the game of basketball and coach our players. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then about 150 run, you know, the corporate side, the front the office. Yeah. And that's everything from ticket sales and sponsorships, marketing and HR and yep. finance and all the things you need for a business. Um, so, you know, all together, we're just 200 people. Yeah. So if you're Real a business small. owner and if you want to, if you want a, a business to emulate for your staff, I'd say go over there and walk through the corporate offices over the Dallas Mavericks. And you could say, yeah, but it's the Dallas Mavericks. But I can tell you, you get a feeling that people are genuinely just happy to be there like they they get how lucky they are yeah how fortunate they are to be at this place right and i also think it's based in values and that we all talk about those values a lot so yes we're all there doing very different jobs but we're all you know character integrity and um, all of those things that are so important to the person that we bring to work, right? Yeah. And how we trust each other and how we work with each other. We're collaborating and, you know, the relationships that we're building. It, it, I do think, you know, we have a really unique company. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone can do it. You don't have to be a sports team. No, but like any company, I mean, that starts from the top. Yes, yes. it does. And bleeds down. Yeah. Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, it does. And I think, you know, both Mark is our owner and Sint Marshall is our CEO, lead with such... Um, character and integrity and, and the things that they're personally passionate about. And, mm. you know, whether that's, you know, all of our DE&I work and making sure that we're inclusive and diverse, but also, you know, is very passionate about women and girls and yeah. agenda for women and making sure, you know, the, the, the group that is around her table, you know, that's, that's been a dramatic change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, when she came on, there were no women, um, and, and I think few people of color, right? So now her leadership table is 50%, um, women. And I think even more, um, for people of color. So, you know, and, and tell our, um, listeners exactly her, her talent, who she is. And- yes. That's sent Marshall. She's mm-hmm. our chief, uh, uh, CEO, chief executive officer. I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of, in, you don't really see her that much. I mean, you probably do, but general public. I mean, yeah, she's out she, about, but you know, Mark is more than presence. Yep, and and she is the first black female to be the CEO of an NBA team. Yep, that's what's so, all NBAs, right? Yep, so really cool. I think it's great. Oh, it's it's she is um, she's changed how I actually look at leadership. So I was fortunate enough to work with her on a few occasions, and um, you know, Katie, she changed how I saw leadership. Mm-hmm. Um. And you, you think that you're going into, you know, um, 
this this organization that's full of life and full of all but then you see like what real leadership is and mm -hmm. it's just unbelievable because you you think that it's automatically like that full of life but then you realize who's putting life into the organization and it's her yeah and, and what a great example for not only girls yes but girls of all color yes. right yeah. i mean that's it's huge i think it's wonderful and, and with you katie you leading and doing yeah. absolutely do, oh like, it's been incredible specifically for the women who are now on our leadership team absolutely but i think you're right that we now have a, a full girls program gem which is girls empowered by mavericks right gosh. and so you know girls in the future of sport is a big it's a, a challenge huge. frankly so you know making sure that both girls want to play but also, you know, women leadership in the sports industry, right? So, you know, making sure that we hope that we can kind of set a model that is across the NBA, but also other companies to make sure to encourage inclusive leadership. Yeah, and yeah. I love that here in Dallas, our team is the one setting that example. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it makes you proud to be from Dallas and yep. be a Mavericks fan. Absolutely. I am on so many levels. So how did you actually get this job? Like, what did you do before? And all yeah. Like, what's your degree and where did you go to school? Yep. So, okay, we'll go way back. Um, yeah, so we'll go way back. Yeah, right. um, I went to Trinity University. So that's what called me down to Texas, okay. um, which is in San Antonio, yep. little, a little small school. Yeah. Um, and my degree is in business administration and marketing. Okay. But I did a lot of music theater as a child nice. so uh, um so i was always into entertainment can you still sing oh i can still sing what oh wow but i won't put you on the spot it would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> i really only sing for my children these days okay. so yeah they get a lullaby i'll, I'll That's ask about them it. i'll ask yeah okay um but yeah so i've always been interested in entertainment um and i took a an internship in college at the uh, Spurs, San Antonio Spurs. Okay. And in their marketing department. Um, which is funny because I didn't ultimately go into sports. So that was a stint and I had a job offer from um, the Alamo Dome at that time who was doing the Alamo Bowl. Okay. So uh, you know I, I was going to I said no, no. I don't I don't think I want to do sports marketing. I'm just not going to do it. And so I think I took uh, my first job was with a publicity firm for motion pictures here in Dallas. Okay. So I used to help the studios with their screenings and all of those things and man, it that that was a wake up call for me as far as um it was rough. Was like, it? Yeah, it was rough. Like, you know, the being on the calls with the studios and, and the kind of, I don't know, it was very profit and numbers and, uh, you know, and I had, um, my experience was not great with the firm that I was with. It was very small and um, they, you know, things that kind of made me uncomfortable, they'd say, you know, we'll just fudge the numbers a little bit. We need to, oof, you know, ugh. just show that, that we did a little bit better here and ugh. there. You're in your 20s at this point. And I was fresh out of college yeah. and ugh. just, it made me uncomfortable. And I, and I remember going to, I had family, I had a cousin and an aunt who were both in the nonprofit world uh -huh. and they worked at nonprofits and I was just really struggling and saying, I don't know if I can, you know, this is just at odds with my personal values, yeah. you know, and it was just really hard. And um, they said, you know what, if you're looking for, you know, people who are driven by different things or, you know, you should really look at the nonprofit world. Uh -huh. And so um, I had a wonderful college roommate whose dad um, was well connected with a, a place called the Center for Nonprofit Management. 
And um, he said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to set you up with them and have a talk and just just they do a job posting for nonprofits and they may have they know through that job posting if there might be some positions available. Mm -hmm. So I met with um, Hetty Helsel, who was the executive director of the, the Center for Nonprofit Management, in my opinion. Uh, a legend. But anyway, <laughs> so I met with her and um, and she was lovely. And she said, you know what? Actually, we have a position open here in our, our marketing department, the communications coordinator. Okay. And, you know, we'd love, you know, if you want to consider applying for that. And so I did and um, became the communications coordinator for the Center for Nonprofit Management, which became the director, which became the VP of marketing, which became... Wow. Um, this uh, senior VP over all of the programs. So I was there for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. I'm kind of like Dirk. I'm very loyal. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I don't know if I've ever done anything for 15 no. years. <laughs> so I was there for a long time. Um, and, and I think what was great about that wonderful place. So they, the Center for Nonprofit Management offers education, consulting, things to help nonprofits be better. Awesome. So it meant that I met a lot of nonprofits and wonderful people. I got to, it's, I say the nonprofit world is kind of a very small world where everybody knows yeah. each other. Um, and so just being well connected in that world, I think is what, you know, got me the position I have at the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. So there was a time when I said, okay, it's been 15 years. <laughs> What's next for me? And so I was thinking about corporate philanthropy as kind of that next step because... Which is very admirable. Yes. Well, and the thought is, I can't go to a nonprofit. And many people are like, well, maybe you want to be a CEO and executive director at a nonprofit. And I thought, well, sure. I don't know that I can go to a place that has kind of a one mission, right? So I'm so passionate about everything now. Yeah, You know, it's hard to kind of say, okay, I'm only going to do this one thing. Yeah. So I thought, well, if I could do corporate philanthropy, I could continue to support many, many missions. And also, let's be real, a higher salary and you yeah. know, more, yeah. when, so when more you say opportunity. You, want, you should go into nonprofit. You're yeah. immediately uh, not thinking about your salary. No, no. no it's a, it's definitely a, a different um, purpose for sure. So, sure. but you know, I was really on the lookout for where, where can I go corporate philanthropy wise? And honestly, I had a friend who sent me the Dallas Mavericks posting and I thought, huh. I thought, Oh, well, this is kind of weird. And I'm like, there's no way that I'll just, I think I just clicked send. I don't think I customized it. I don't think I cussed, I made a, you know, any special cover letter or anything. I was like, okay, whatever. And I just sent it off. And, uh -huh. and they, I think they called me that day and said, wow. we'd like wow. you to come in. And I think at that time, so the CEO at that time, Tardima Asri yep. was, was really looking for someone who did have the nonprofit connections sure. and, you know, could really expand. I think at that time, for those of you who've been in Dallas for a long time, you can think, did you know the Mavs Foundation has been around for like 26 years? Yep, <laughs> so, nope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people, I don't know that the awareness was, was there. I think it was very kind of small and quiet and it, yeah. you know, and they were really looking to expand it. So um, they wanted to, to bring someone on who had those connections and could help really build the awareness of the foundation. And at that time it was things like, people not knowing that we made grants. So even wow. my just kind of saying to all of these wonderful nonprofits, you guys know you can apply to the Mass yeah. Foundation. There are grants available. So yeah. just building that as a base was kind of the start. And Did you hear that nonprofits that are out there in East <laughs> Dallas? Apply. apply. Yes. You can apply. Where do they apply? Massfoundation.com. Okay. Yeah. And then you click on grants and then there's a whole 
online application process that will open this spring for everyone who would like to apply. But okay. yes. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love it because that means 100% of those dollars go directly to that nonprofit. Oh, yes. 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 Absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's getting just bigger and better every year. So, you know, we're just, we also build basketball courts across the region yep. and yeah. then reading and learning in tech centers as well. So, um, get those applications in. We'll take them. Money to be given away yeah. to those non-for-profits. Yeah. That are helping our community. Yeah. Which yes. is the yeah. most important thing. Yeah. Yes. It's been wonderful. So it's just grown since then. We've, you know, the, the most recent expansion really came, you know, just after in 2020. Um, we added a, a, a new arm under our Mavs Take Action initiatives for the Mavericks. And it's all of the racial equity and social justice work that we're doing. And there's so many different initiatives there, but I think we'll forever um, support all of our, our pillars of education and health and wellness and military and first responders, you know, for a while there, I was the basic business of the Dallas Mavericks when we weren't playing basketball. So COVID was, I mean, COVID was such a huge time that, that we really needed to reach out and make sure people were taken care of and that we were taking care of each other. So, um, you know, our, our work changed there for a little bit, but we're we're back. We're back. It did. I remember that very well. Yeah. That was a very scary moment time but you guys stepped up just like the maps have been doing stepped up and put um forth their efforts uh in the community i think you know that that when you go through crisis i think it kind of shows who you are right yeah yeah so you know i think the very night and y'all might remember the footage of mark seeing on his phone that the nba had suspended the season and that was yep. it yeah that very night he's like okay we got to take care of our people right so we're going to pay we're going to pay all of those employees who would have worked our games who aren't going to get that income right yeah. we're mm-hmm. we're paying that that's like that's not even a question and then you know going from there into the kind of support for frontline workers and all the people who were giving such sacrifice in 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 healthcare during that time yeah. and then the help to restaurants he reimbursed i mean all of these things are somewhat you know, stories that didn't even really get out there, but, but all of our staff were encouraged to purchase at local business and were reimbursed for all of those expenses. Wow. So, you know, everybody goes back to kind of where they were um, at that time. And, you know, I remember I text Scott. So in transparency, I was working with the, you guys at that time uh, with the Mavericks um, contracting, doing some stuff. So I text Scott um, who is the head of PR on the basketball side that day if they needed help? Because remember, we had to adjust some things before then because, uh, like, we took away, like, the high five line, you know, the yeah. Whataburger stuff. Yeah. and It was kind of coming. You it was kind coming. of tell mm-hmm. it's coming. Right. And we had to uh-huh. adjust where the media was. Yeah, there was some, there was question about maybe we'll play, but right. with just out fans. And maybe, yeah. like, yeah. there were so many questions. That's right. Yeah. And so... March 11th, which is my birthday, I text Scott and I said, do you need anything? And he's like, no, I think we got it. Okay, good. Well, because I'm going to stay home. There's a game that night at the arena. I'm going to stay home and I just wanted to paint because it's my birthday and, you know, we'd been pretty busy. And then I get my my text messages start you know, going off at about 1030 or whatever after the game, you know, whenever Scott got the message and I'm like, you know, man. Like, this is a whole new ball game. And until there's a crisis, you never know how leaders and organizations are going to step up. And you guys did in 
spades. Well, it's it's a moment that I'm that that's the time when you're really proud to work for yeah. an organization who is so committed to its people and to its yeah. community. So it, it was certainly a time that I was really proud to be with the Dallas Mavericks and still still yeah. in today. And we're it's lucky great. to have people like you in our community. Yeah. You're right here in East Dallas. Oh, yeah, living you know? right here. I know. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, I love it. But it shows you the mentality that's here locally, right? Mm-hmm. Like people want to support their local community. Yes. I think everybody, to me, the COVID was an interesting time because we were all so separated and yeah. you felt isolated. You could feel alone. We talked a lot about that. You know, there we, there were so many different challenges. You know, those of us who had small children at home, that was so challenging where we're playing teacher and, you know, also parent. parent and trying to still work. But then there were also those of us who didn't have, they weren't married or didn't have kids and they were yeah. alone, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. just trying to consider everyone and what their needs were during that time was so important. But then you also see how much we are as humans wanting a human connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I also think being able to do things for each other during that time is what brought us back together. And what, right. that, that sense of belonging that, you know, I can go out and, and deliver a meal to the nurses that are working. Like just being able to do that is, is that sense of community and yeah. yep. what brings all of us together. Katie's a hero. Yeah, he <laughs> is a hero, and you do a fantastic job. Well, you know, again, we can't thank you enough for for being on the show and 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 living and and being right here in the community. Yeah. I just oh, think thank it's, you. it's absolutely awesome. Well, okay. I I absolutely love it here. So I am I am proud East Dallas person. For Should sure. be here a while. You yeah. better be. Yeah. Well, we you know what we need to do? We need to get them the Mavs Foundation and the Mavs on our website too. Oh yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, great, definitely. Well, Katie, thank you again for all that you all you yes, do. Yes, I mean, thank seriously. you. Oh, you guys, thank you for having me on, and I'm so happy to be here, and so nice of you to have invited me. Oh, yes. well, okay. So, where can they go to either donate or yes. you know, put in? Where do they go? Yes, you can learn all about our community programs at mavs.com/slash/community. That's where everything is, but specifically for Mavs Foundation mavsfoundation.com and there's lots of ways to donate and support our work and i'll just say thank you now for anyone who does that all right and go mavs and go mavs we we are on the 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 brink of greatness right here yeah i know and we need everybody fun please you all we got to keep cheering and we got to keep supporting because we need it we're gonna we're gonna do it i think i think the second we're gonna make a run in the second half and i'm super excited for the season yeah me too All right. Well, Camille, that's pretty much all I got. Of course, I could talk to Katie forever, but not in the show. She's got a lot of info and great community <laughs> information for us. I right? know. She does. And the Mavs. And talking the Mavs. about the Mavs. Okay. Talking about the Mavs them all day, day right? <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, Camille, what in East Dallas is going on? I don't know. Stick around. We'll find out. See you guys next week.